Uh, we are on the, fir the first mimer in Parsha Shemaz. Ve'ila Shemaz B'nai Yisrael. These are the names of the children of Israel, etc. Abo'i Mitzrayma, which came down to the land of Egypt. And it says, Ace Yaakov, they came with Yaakov. Each person and his household came. And then it mentions all the Shvatim, etc. And then it says, the Yosef Hayav in Mitzrayim, and Yosef was in Mitzrayim. We need to pay attention for why the Torah says something apparently twice. It says that they came to Mitzrayim, actually that they were coming to Mitzrayim, and then it says they came. So why does it have to repeat that? And to bring out a way for us to serve Hashem from these parshios, and specifically during these times, and he means the times of the first number of parshios of Shemos, which are called Shovavim, Shemos Va'era Bo B'Shalach Yisrael Mishpatim is called Shovavim. And that's a time for the tikkun of Pagam HaYesod, any sexual averos that a person has done in their life. These parshios, Shovavim, uh, is a time, the, a very good time for their tikkun. Hine, Isa, it is brought down. Dereshe Tevos Shel Ve'ila Shemos Dene Yisrael. The first letters of those four words, Ve'ila Shemos B'nei Yisrael, Hu Shivyo. It spells out Shivyo, not in order, but those are the first letters of the word. Shemos is Shin, B'nei is Yud, Yisrael is, I'm sorry, is Beis, Yisrael is Yud, and then Ve'ila is Vav Shivyo. And Shivyo literally means his captive. Sorry, huh? Just um, a question about the Yerushalmi. Um, the, uh, I know that, it's, that they, they connected to a puzzle from the Navi. Is, is, is this idea brought in Fazal or is it brought from the Zohar? I don't know the, the Makor of Shavavim where it's mentioned as a Makor. I'm, I'm not familiar. And the Rashi Tevos of those four words, Shemos B'nei Yisrael Haboim, the Rashi Tevos are Shivya, her captive, with the hay at the end. Dan, do you have the Maimor? Want to pass those around, Mark? And we have a, a copy of the Maimor that Dan brought. Thank you, Dan. Okay. L'chein Masinu. And also we find the Parshas Kisetse, the Shavisa Shivya. Similar Lashon, the Shavisa Shivya. You will take his captive. And Vera Ba Shivya. So there too, in Kisetsa, you have Shivyo and Shivya. Vihine, Yesh Bechinas Erva. There is a concept of Erva. Shahu Ravavhe. If you look at the word Erva, the letters are the same as Ravavhe. Ubechinas Erya. There's another word, Erya. Shahu Ravyudhe. What does Erya mean? Uh, it's the same thing as Erva, you know, as far as the Pshat goes, the same, same idea. Dehine, im adam pogeim chas v'shalom. If a person 
does something wrong, God forbid. By having improper thoughts during the day. And when a person does that, they affect their realm of thought and cause damage there in the realm of thought. This is called, in terms of avoda, area. Kenoda, as it is known, the bechinas yud ke, hu bechinas mochen. That the realm of yud ke is the realm of mochen, which means the mind, comprehension, chachma and bina. Shehem b'machshava, which has to do with thought and intelligence. Umachnis hara b'hamochen, and when one uses their thoughts improperly, it has improper thoughts, they take something which is ra, which is bad, and put it into their thought process, umafrid shame yudke vavke. And they make a separation in the name yudke vavke. Vinasa et slo timtum hamoa. Now timtum is a word brought down a lot in Sporim. It means a number of things, that something is closed up, it's clogged, it's numb, it's insensitive, it can't do what it's supposed to do. So timtum hamoach means that a person's mind becomes spiritually closed or insensitive as a result of improper thoughts that we're thinking. She'en yachol lihisbonein klal begadlus Hashem. And the result of Timtum Hamoa is that a person is not able to reflect on God's greatness and to think about that deeply. It's just, he's closed to those thoughts. So that's Arya, or Ra Yudke, and a person's Mashavas bring in something called Timtum Hamoa, and it prevents our mind from thinking deeply about our Kodesh Baruch Hu's greatness. So what we think about, it affects what we're able to think about. The person has thoughts in his mind that shouldn't be there and they go away. That's one step that they go away. But the other is that we have to get our mind in the place where we don't uh, suffer from that damage. Ubuchinas erva, whereas erva, which is ra vavhe, that's bringing Ra between the Vav and the He, the Shem Hashem, and we'll talk about that. The Zeh this comes from this, and we've spoken about this a couple of times in the Peleoid. Even those things in the world that are permitted to us, if we do them strictly for the sake of fulfilling our own desires, which means in a self-centered way, in a self-involved way, strictly for the sake of fulfillment of desires, then what if one is not using the physical world in a way which is elevating? We can get trapped by that. The Kamosha Isa Sifra Yureim, as the Yureim writes, the Yureim is one of the Rishonim, Allah Pasuk, El She'er B'Sara Lo Sikrivu Lagalos Erva. The Pasuk says in Vayikra, a person should not come close to their relative to commit an act of erva. And the Sefer Yireim says, zu Your relative is your wife. 
but becomes very unusual. And how do you commit an, an act of erva with your own wife? Not adultery. You're married to her. And that's the idea. That that refers to being makadish oneself with what is mutter does. And if a person, a husband and a wife, don't bring kedusha into their physical relationship, then that's considered to be like erva, even with one's own spouse. But even in this relationship, husband and wife, im taiva, if one's intent is strictly self-centered to fulfill my own desires, it's not about love, it's not about consideration for that person, it's not about sharing love together. If none of those things are accomplished, mikre erva, then even the relationship between husband and wife is called erva. The ikr lakadesh atzmo the mutula. And the ikr is to sanctify ourselves with those things that are permitted to us and to bring kedusha and love and compassion and concern in that realm which is mutter to, to us, husband and wife. Balkol Panami says, certainly, just to get started, one could have in mind that they're fulfilling the mitzvah of ona, which is the prescribed time that a husband is supposed to be together with his wife, and that's a mitzvah, just to be together and to share that closeness. Or if a person is trying to have children, and not, not to be just as behemos, which is just an act of instinct and fulfillment of desire. There's another pagan, which also could come forth from a heter relationship between husband and wife, a permitted relationship. And this is another pagan. If a person is not concerned about a few drops of zera, which could be wasted. Mikodin, either before actually having intercourse, o acharka, or afterwards. And that means to say that as ish the ishto are together, that if one doesn't properly you know, consummate the relationship, then a man could spill seed prior to that fact. Or, if he and his wife don't stay together long enough, and I mean physically together, then after that relationship, if he comes out too soon, then there could also be some zera levatola. If he has to stay there a little bit, it's called shoha al habetan, that he remains there together with his wife, even after they have relationships, so that he doesn't come out too soon and also come to Hasashalam, zera levatola. So that's called tipin lamagna, and that's the Aramaic for zera levatola. So one has to be careful of that. And this is all in the category of erva, ravav he. This is not about thought, now this is about action. And that separates the vav he in the shem Hashem. The vav he always refers to the action, behavior, expressed part of human life. And the yudke refers to the thought aspect of human life. So both of those areas need to be L'Shem Shemayim. Shazen Noda, the Behei Nivra Olam Hazeh, it is known that with the letter He, this world was created. The Iker Lihiyoth Komasam L'Shem Shemayim, 
The ikkur of it is to have all of our actions for the sake of heaven. And that connects the Vav and the He. When we act in such a way that serves God, then the Vav He part of the Shem Havaya becomes connected. Shazen Nikra Shem Shemayim Kenoda, and that's what is called Shem Shemayim. The Im Nimsa, Chas Shalom Pagam, the Yichud Hatachton. But if in this lower realm of Yichud, of behavior, there is a problem, there will extend from that a Pagam in the higher aspect of our relationship. Now this is another kind of Timtum. If a person with their desires doesn't channel them properly and is not Makadesh themselves in the physical world properly, that creates what is known as timtum halev, where the heart becomes insensitive or spiritually closed. Before we were talking about the mind experiencing timtum, and that limits our ability to think about God. Timtum halev is when the heart becomes insensitive, and what's the result of that? As he says, she'afilu imit misbone, even if one does think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Atma, Hashem, It doesn't touch their heart. It doesn't impact their emotional relationship with God. They can think about it all they want, but because their desires and their emotions have been misused, they're not open to receiving that great Kedusha of thinking about Shem Hashem. So this is a very profound concept that Vitaly always writes about often. And he's saying this, that our realm of thought and our realm of emotion and desire are very precious. And it's possible for a person to misuse them. And if we misuse them, they won't be available for us when we want to use them, the Shem Shemayim. If I'm using my thought away from our Kodesh Baruchu, it's not going to be easy to use my thought toward HaKadosh Baruch <coughs> And likewise, if I use my desires in a self-centered kind of way, it's not going to be easy to use my desires and channel it to HaKadosh Baruch And that's called Timtum HaMoah and Timtum HaLev. Each is a result of misuse of thought or misuse of desire and emotion. The other side of that is that when one does use their thoughts L'shem Shemayim and their emotions and desires L'shem Shemayim it becomes that much easier to, to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in both of those areas and it reduces the Timtum Halev and creates, it creates a clarity of heart and a clarity of thought V'hine V'chinas Shivyo that first word we talked about Shivyo Nikra Ma Shagam Havav that's when the Vav is taken captive and the Vav is separated from the Shem Yudke and that means that our behavior and our emotions are being misdirected. That's Shiv Yod, when the Vav goes out into captivity, so to speak. So the China Shiv where Shiv Yod, that's when you separate the higher um, aspect of the name, the Yudke, from the lower. The Chol 
Kuhazman Bakarshiyas Halalu. This is the time, he says, during Shovavim, these first six parshiyos of Shemot, this is the time to work on it. Latakin, Sha'ayadeh, Sha'ayada, Yavo Lamuchemeth Amalek, Shahuba Parshiyos Halalu. Coming to the battle with Amalek, which is also in these parshas in the end of the Shala. And what's the result of Mohammed Amalek? Sheyihiyah Hashem Shalem. That God's name will be complete. That's the famous Rashi there, Kiyot al As long as Amalek is around, Hashem's name is not Shalem. Whereas each time we overcome Amalek, God's name is more and more Shalem. That's why it's in these parshiyos. Because the Shalemus of the shame is dependent upon how we are Makadish our thoughts and how are Makadish our emotions and our behavior. That creates the Shlemus of the Shem Hashem. The Noda, it is known, the Bechinas Yisroel, the realm of Yisroel, Yaakov's second name, Moral Bechinas Mochen. That refers to Mochen, which is human intelligence and thought. Yisroel is the letters Li Rosh. The Yaakov Mora al Bechinas Ekev. Yaakov contains the word heal in it. Shahu Hasot. And that refers to the end of Madregos, or the bottom. Shahu Bechinas Maisa, which is the realm of action. Shahu Gemar Vesof Dovor. Action is the end, it's the conclusion. We have a thought, we have a thought process, we carry it out. When we act, that's the Soth Maisa, that's the Gemar. That's called Ekev, like the heels resting on the ground. The action is played out into the world. V'zeh mora hakra. Now going back to the Pesukim. Ve'ela shemos b'nei Yisroel ha'bo'i Mitzrayma. These are the names of the Jewish people which are coming to Mitzrayim. Hainu. Ma'ashabau b'bechinas Mitzrayim. That which they came, now we're talking conceptually to Mitzrayim. Bechinas ervas ha'oretz, which is the place where there was a lot of promiscuity and sexual immorality. Bibachinas Yisroel. Shepagmu bibachinas mochin. So ve'ila shemos b'nei Yisroel ha'boi mitzrayma. That refers to the pagam of Moab. Because it's taking Yisroel, the higher name, and taking it into Mitzrayim, which is ervas ha'oretz. That's the concept of the pagam of Machshava. Yisroel is in Mitzrayim. That's Pagam HaMachshava. We're not thinking appropriately. The second part, Eitz Yaakov, along with Yaakov, Hainu Masha Pagmu B'Bechinas Maise. That refers to the Pagam in the realm of action. The Hainu Ish Ubeso. That means a man and his home. Who's Beso? Beso Zu Ishto, his wife. If one is not Makadish, their life along together with their wife. Ba'alzen Nirmaz B'Bechilas HaNikra. And that is hinted to in these psukim, Harashe Tevo Shel Shivyo Shivya. Shivyo is when the Vavke is separated, when our actions and our emotions are not holy, and Shivya is when the Yudke is separated, when our thoughts are not holy. Shivya is when Yet Yisroel is in Mitzrayim, and Shivya was when Ish Ubeso are not sanctifying their lives together properly. Shemura obeys Papagam. So that part talks about the Pagam and it brings it together, what kind of program we're talking about. Now, he's going to address the tikkun. What do we, knew, what do we need to do to the misogynist? Yes, though. No. 
<laughs> so when, when Yaakov is battling the fire of Esau, so that's, and then his name is changed to Yisrael. Right. At the end of that. Right. So, so it's a very, it's very, um, the battle is, seems to be very much in the world. It seems to be a wrestling match, but but his name is changed to the name of Makshava, right, to Yisrael. So it seems like that the battle is mainly one of, I mean, that the battle is mainly one of Makshava in terms of what we're doing in the world is really dependent on our thoughts. I mean, our actions kind of is the follow-up, but that that this battle with with now that's going on all the time is one of how we're thinking. Is that and that's is that? I think that it's really both. I'll tell you how I see that question that you raised with Yaakov and the Sar Shalisa. That in order for Yaakov Avinu to have a wrestling match with the Sar Shalisa and to win, which he did, he had to be Shalom and Kadosh on every level. You can't beat a mala if you're not Kadosh B'Mashava, Kadosh B'Lev, Kadosh B'Maisa, you can't. So Yaakov was complete in all ways, and because he was complete in all ways, he was able to overcome the mala. The mala still had an effect on him. He wounded his, his uh, leg. And some say that's future generations. Some say it's Tamini Chachamim, uh, things that are said there. But he had to really be showing them both. And I think what gets revealed then is this. When a person is able to overcome a physical conflict, meaning in the physical world, it shows that their machshava was in the right place. So their thought is revealed. If I can overcome some nisayon in, in desire or in emotion, I can't do that if I don't have my thoughts in the right place. If I overcome it, that shows that my thoughts were, were well connected. So the Malach fights with Yaakov and he says to him, You fought with angels and with people, both above and below, and you won. So now he's called Yisroel because it's Megala, that that's where his Machshava was at. That new shame of Yaakov reveals that his thought was so kadosh and so pure that he was even able to defeat Amalek. And I think our battles work the same way. That it may be a battle in the physical world, whatever the Nisayon is, and in the, in the realm of Misa we've, we've got to try and do the right thing, but we're not going to be able to do that if our thoughts are not in the right place. I think it entails both. Okay, yes, Ralph? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think that there is. that there, That's the beginning of the recognition that the Shabbatim are going to have to go through this conflict of Erebat Torah and that Messiah. Yeah. I think that's what's coming out there. Okay. Now, for the Tikkun, which we've all been waiting for. <laughs> We need that tikkun. Vikr hamitakein bozet. What's the tikkun for this? Hagam hamashava, hagam hamaisa. 
Tikkun is the Yosef Hoya the Mitzrayim. That Yosef's got to be in Mitzrayim. Shenoda Masha Yusagabe Yosef. As it says when Yosef is born, Atomer and Rivka, I'm sorry, Rafa said, Asat Elohim Esher Posi. Hashem gathered in my shame. He took care of me. I'm not ashamed anymore. I have a child too. Shazekoi al tikkun betinas hazivu. On a deeper level, that statement refers to the kedusha of zivu, of the relationship between Yaakov and Rachel. That there was no cherpa there. There was no physical shame to that relationship. It was on a high level, and therefore asat alokimes cherpasi. Shalo yihiyabi betinas nidme kadehema. Uh, there was not, so to speak, an animalistic relationship. Sheza That when a human being, I'm going to say, lowers themselves to a base level, then we sense and we feel shame. When we feel like we've gone down somewhere that we don't want to be, we feel shame. We're too physical, too much uh, filled with the satisfaction of our desires, we feel shame. That's cherpa. So asaf elokim as cherpasi means that their relationship was on such a high level that God gathered in their shame. The commotion cuts of hafilasah, as it says in the name of the philosopher, and I don't know who he's referring to here when he says the the philosopher. Shachush hamishush cherpa hulanu. The sense of touch and feeling is a cherpa is shame for the human being. Anybody have any knowledge on that one? I'm not familiar with it at all. Is there, I mean, perhaps the it, it could be. It could also be Aristotle. I don't know who he's referring to. It could be the Rambam. And I also don't get the connection of that the Chush Hamishush is Kherpa. If you're just talking about touch, I mean, the physical relationship has much, it's much more than touch. It's a big part of it. Maybe he's specifically referring to Mishush in terms of uh, the physical relationship between husband and wife because it has so much to do with bodily contact and closeness and it's all about, you know, that that pleasure. Maybe that's the idea, but I'm really not sure. So that relationship for Yaakov and Rachel achieved a high level and therefore the cherpa part of it, giving in to one's baser, Desires. It was not part of their relationship. It was very elevated, very refined. Avo, but im adam makadesh atzma lo, the person sanctifies themselves in the realm of mutter. Who mitzvah rishona? He said this is the very first mitzvah for a human being. That's a pretty powerful statement. This is where it's at. Ugedola yosem misharha mitzvos. It's even greater than other mitzvos to be makadesh oneself in our physical relationship with the material world. And that's the tikkun of ish ubeso ba'u down to Mitzrayim. That's right. Yosef haya the Mitzrayim, one has to sanctify their physical relationship with the world. It also says by Yosef, because two things are said when he was born, Batikra, she called him Yosef, Yosef Hashem li ben acher, that God will add for me another child. 
Uben, who lashon is Ben is a lashon of reflection, of looking into something, to be misbone, to look into something deeply. So Yosef Hashem Li Ben Ater means God will give me the ability to be misbone, to think about Him. Where do I get the ability to think about Hashem from Hashem? Please, Hashem, let me think about you. If a person really tries hard, he says, to connect their thought to God, just don't give up. Maybe we've experienced Timtum uh, HaMoach and our thought is not connecting so well. Don't give up. Be Makashir. Stay with it. Stay at it. And new thoughts in Yiras Hashem will come to one's mind. Plug away at it. Don't give up. V'zehu al yidei ma'asha metakein ma'asha pogam bibachinas mochen chas v'shalom that if a person has brought some damage into the realm of thought through improper thought sh'az nifkam etzlo and it becomes damaged sh'ein yachol l'kashir dato klav and one is not able to be mekashir themselves he's saying that what you really got to do is just don't give up. Don't say, I can't do it. That kind of yush will just lead us downward. Don't give up. Just keep applying your makshava to avodas Hashem, Godless Hashem, and you'll break through. That's Yosef Hashem li ben acher. And it even sounds to me like he's saying that he's telling us to ask Hashem to recapture that ability. Yosef Hashem, let God give you that ability again, the ability to be misboning. Yosef here represents the Tikkun because it's Mekadesh Atzmo B'Mutrilo that's Asaf Hashem Es Cherpasi and he's also Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher and through this we'll be Zolcha to the shame of Hashem being complete now I want to add a thought here and the Morinayim, in the beginning of Harsha Shemos, Bela Shemos B'nai Yisrael, the Morinayim writes that every Jew is Mole Shemos. Every Jew is filled with Shemos of Hashem. He says, for example, the Shem Yud Vav with certain Nakudos, with the Kamats, that's the head of a human being. And with the Patach, it's the mind of a human being. The Shem Havaya with the Segol is the right arm of the human being. And he goes through the whole structure of the coma, the structure of a human being, and which Nakudos of which Shem Havaya corresponds to that aspect of the human being. The very beginning of Parsha Shmos in the Morinai. That's the Ela Shmos B'nai Yisrael. Each Jew is filled with Shemos of Hashem. Now what we're constantly doing, whether we're aware of it or not, we're constantly involving ourselves with the shame yud ke vav ke. You see that sometimes come up, like for example, when it comes to the mitzvah of taking the lulav, the dalit meaning, but each one of the meaning is kenege, the a letter of the shame yud ke vav ke. The esrog is kenege, the last ke. And holding them together is mechaber, the shame havaya. The shame havaya is really everywhere, and it takes many different forms. And when we act in the world in this way, the way of tikkun, that makes the Shem Havaya, which is all around us, sholim. Hashem has rested his name in the world, 
We're mafried the shame when we don't act consistently with thought and emotion. We're mashlim the shame when we do. So each time we make progress in Kadesh Atzmacha or in being misbonein and connecting our thoughts to our Kadesh Baruch that shame Hashem, which is here, right, right in front of us in the world, that shame Hashem becomes more shalit, and that is the victory over Amalek. So our own behavior, our own thoughts, our own emotions, and our own maizim, they become the shleimus Hashem, and that ultimately is how we prevail over Amalek. That's in, in everyday life. This is occurring all the time. That's your